Good morning, world. Shelly Shearer here, and welcome to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. All right, let me tell you what's been going on, and I apologize. There has been no new podcast for almost two months, and it was partially due to a um, technical issue. So I'm very sorry that really nothing published since July, because the August publications that I thought were there... I, you know what? It was a, like I say, it was a hosting issue and I apologize. Now what has happened is that the server to which all of those podcasts were saved has been disconnected from my network. My son put us into the cloud during the end of summer before he headed back to South Africa and I now can't actually get access to them. So I will republish them in October when he is home and gotten me back my files and then to even add more fun, week before last, I did do a podcast in the, on the new system and either I forgot to save it and closed it or I saved it and I have no idea where I put it. But I've searched everything and there are ways to do that. So welcome to technology, but I think I just simply forgot to save it properly. So it's been a little frustrating the last two, mu- two weeks to kind of uh, realize what was going on. So let's talk about kind of what's been going on in, in our lives. Now, it's fall uh, here in beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Uh, it came on rather quickly. Our summer was too short this year, unfortunately. And uh, we've been hitting some really good weather, too good of weather, actually, in the fact that we have not had enough rain. Our forest fires are running rampant. And uh, even in my ravine, I live on acreage, my big trees have started to turn color, not from the fall, but from lack of water. So we needed this rain desperately. It's God's way of saying, hey, it's uh, let me send food for all that. And in some ways, actually, you know, it's kind of a relief. Do you ever notice that when lots of good things are going on, and if you're a type of person that just doesn't want to miss out on anything, you're sometimes looking for a rainy day to have an excuse to not have to go do anything, not go outside, not not feel like you are wasting the day when it's beautiful sunshine out. And unfortunately, that is how I've been feeling a little bit. So I got to say, I'm grateful for the rain. It's not going to last forever. We'll have a couple few days of it. And then uh, it looks like we're going to have a nice fall. So we'll take that. So what else has been going on? Uh, Those of you that are my regular listeners know that there's a a renovation going on in our lives. And that is brilliantly underway. Uh, God in the universe sent us just a a lovely man and his partner to do our renovation. And it was just one of those things we absolutely, completely and totally attracted them into our lives. There is no other explanation for how these people arrived to us because we did not know them. Although you're going to laugh when I talk about the, uh, oh, one degree of separation. Not only does the one gentleman that is loves to demo and ripped apart my bathroom is putting it all back together as we speak, he is actually a pastor, he, clergy part-time, and uh, as it turned out, knows my entire family. And we have actually met before in, in prior years, just didn't realize who he was, and very, very small world. We received his name and the connection from something that was so far removed from anything to do with my family and those people and our church and any of that kind of stuff, any of my, you know, connections, that it it really does, never ceases to amaze me is the expression I'm looking for, that, uh, that these connections are out there just waiting for those threads to be picked up. Stay open. You know, I know I say that a lot, but stay open. We are thoroughly enjoying our exchange student from Brazil. He is absolutely lovely and uh, one of the best things we've ever done. So actually, I'm going to come back to uh, sometimes having things like that in our lives in a moment. 
So I opened up the the book on meditation today to say, hey, you know what, what should we chat about? Because there's been a lot in my mind the last day or two. And as usual, some of it is just maybe it's just not important enough to talk about other things or just I sometimes think a side effect of my issues with my fibro and my memory and I didn't write them down. So they've left my brain until they decide to resurface at another another time. But yesterday's uh, meditation, not so much today. Today's meditation was about weathering the storm. And I might come back and talk about that. But yesterday's meditation was opening up to new energy. It has become very apparent through so much of the change that we've gone through this summer coming into this fall, that this is something that is very relevant in my life right now. And I would like you to take a look at your life while I'm chatting at you for for a few moments and sharing some of the experiences that I've had this summer. I can't remember if I've told you this now because it could have been in the podcast that are sitting on the server that haven't been published. There was un, one of the website interfaces somehow got four or five podcasts into an unpublished cache and it locked up the system saying, hey, you know, you can't have 400 megabytes or whatever it was sitting here unpublished and couldn't figure out how to delete them. They, they should have been published on the website, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, we've solved that problem. I don't get lost in the tech, otherwise I'd never get anything done. But in the beginning of summer, let's go back to spring, gave our renter notice. It was time. I just, uh, my life needed to change now and there was other things I wanted to accomplish. And living in a basement does not work with my personality. It uh, sort of feeds into a, a hibernating, sometimes even a little bit of depression. I need to be up where there's sunlight. I need to have an open floor plan and I need to be able to have friends over. And that wasn't really possible in my current living conditions. And it's been wonderful. We are so grateful. I've been able to heal, get my my illness under control. And in the summertime, people just hang out in the backyard. But now that we're coming into the winter and I knew another winter was coming, I want to be able to have people over and uh, not be in a three-seated room that, you know, won't hold another chair. So anyways, uh, we gave her renter notice, lots and lots of notice. And in the end, she uh, ended up leaving early on us. And we actually had to go through some legal haranguing because even though we'd had her for two years and, and thought you know what, there was a good relationship. Um, there was an inclination to take advantage of that and uh, some things went sideways on us and it was it was just so very sad, very sad. You know, sometimes you, the expression, you know, no good deed goes unpunished comes to mind in moments like that. But in the end, we got it all settled, but that kind of stress sort of wreaks, wreaks havoc with my, with my body and my illness. And then we headed off on vacation and we went into vacation with me sort of, you know, hanging on by a thread. And I wouldn't say that the two weeks up at my family's home in the Okanagan Valley was was everything I was hoping it was going to be. A, a lot of uh, a lot of days of pain and a lot of days of exhaustion, and it was it was just a little unfortunate, a little disappointing. Which also brings us home with two weeks of our summer gone, with certain things in my garden had already bloomed, some of my vegetables had already gone bad, and it was just like, okay, you know what? <laughs> that really wasn't working for me. And we went, we were in on renovation mode because we just couldn't waste time we need that rent those these properties this this property needs to be making money and and uh and we had to kind of get our heads around that so in the end after and i apologize if this is a repeat but like i say i believe some of this information is in the missing podcast we took on an exchange student and that was our plan when we gave our renter notice back in may it was our plan to try exchange students two of them per per semester or for the year this time around and just see what that would be like for us. Now, it is a big difference going from 
thinking your day is fairly scheduled to truly having another human being needing you to get up, lunch, breakfast, get them to school, you know, be part of their lives, dinner every night. Keith and I, uh, you know, dual income, no kids type. Uh, well, actually, that's not true anymore. But, but you know, we're, we're empty nesters. And that's a better term. We're empty nesters. And there's lots of times that, uh, you know, dinner's just kind of something we warm up or leftovers or whatever. This sit down to dinner thing every night doesn't necessarily happen in our home. It probably should, but it really wasn't. Well, all of a sudden you've got another human being there and a young human being that is looking to experience the Canadian culture and who needs to be enveloped into the family, into the family. Um, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? The family dynamics and the family uh, schedule. Anyways, first two weeks were a bit exhausting. No two ways about it. However, it has turned out really well. But what was happening just before that exchange student was coming, the, the reno sort of got a little, I got a little anxious for on the reno. And my husband was like, you know what? We just need to consider that no students till January. We're living in the basement. It's a little cramped down here. Um, we don't really have room for a student because we were hoping to be upstairs by now in September and blah, blah, blah. Well, do you know what? Again, things kind of work out the way they're supposed to. The exchange company came to visit us and, and do their due diligence to make sure that we were safe and, <laughs> and not axe murderers, I suppose. And they were just lovely. And as it turned out, through lack of communication, the girls we thought we were getting, that didn't happen. They don't place more than one student from one country in a home. Otherwise, the kids don't tend to use English. They speak their native tongue. And the email that accepted these girls went into a drafts folder and I went on vacation. So the girls were placed elsewhere. So I got home, got everything back on track to find out that they had a boy, a 16-year-old boy, that they had no home for, actually. They had run out of placements, and he was coming in a week. He was coming a work week earlier than other kids, and he had, he had no place to be. And we wanted a boy. We've raised one. We know, I, I know how they think. <laughs> um, the girls were sort of a, an exception, and we had made a decision to take them, and in the end the right thing has happened. So we've only got the one and he fits right in and he's a blessing. So we're very, very fortunate. I, I truly believe that it all worked out the way it was supposed to. And everything has calmed down. We found a contractor a week after school started. Things are, you know, moving forward. It's wonderful. But there's been a few hiccups. Now, one of the hiccups in my life is my illness has been flaring up really badly lately and I'm living in a significant, I guess I would say, amount of pain that I'm, I'm not used to living in because I manage it fairly well most of the time. Little unsure what's setting it all off, what's not working and, you know, where I'm just dropping the ball in my health, but these are sort of the challenges. And that with it brings fatigue and when you have fatigue, you have mental clarity issues and people are looking to, for you to make decisions, clients are looking to get their books done. I'm supposed to be, you know, launching my coaching program. All of this is not quite on the track it's supposed to be. And I don't know about you, but I want you to think about your own life, whether at work, business, home. Where in your life is this happening? And take a breath and stand back like I had to and just say, okay, where is things working? Where are things not working? And today's meditation was opening up to new energy. And the reason I thought that was rather important was we change in our lives. We have seasons. 
In fact, I want to do a, a podcast on some brilliant points that Jim Rohn make, makes in one of his uh, audiobooks that I've listened to. I think in my car, like I'm on my fifth round with it. It literally, if I finished a book, I just put that back on and let him natter away at me while I'm driving. Because it's what you fill your mind and soul with every day that becomes second nature. It's like building a habit. I could listen to the radio and the music and know every song on the radio and that would help my career and my income how exactly. Or I can work on myself and get great nuggets of information. Jim Rohn has a great expression actually, a little segue. He says, when you learn to work as harder on yourself than you do on your job, is when your life will truly open up and you could potentially make a fortune. So he says when his philosophy changed and he worked harder on himself than he did on his job, what that means is he brought more value to his job. He brought more value to the world, to the marketplace, to his marriage, to the raising of his children. And when you bring more value, you are worth more. Nothing ever kills me more than watching uh, the unions all make demands for a bunch of workers that do less work. Now, I live in a province that, you know what, we, are, we live in an amazing country where people are not usually abused and, and uh, people are paid usually what they're worth and we have freedom of speech and we have elections and, and our, our people are elected based on our population. And unions are a big part of that, you know, coming out of the 40s and 50s post-war in this country to ensure that people get their rights. But unfortunately, being a new world country, we've gotten a little entitled and a lot of times I see people demanding more money, but they're not working more. Now there's times when businesses are treating their employees poorly and perhaps that is a place to be. But what I'm seeing more and more with people's mentality is their, their entitlement. And that's actually not how the universe works. If you work on yourself, your value will in turn eventually be realized and you will be paid and rewarded accordingly. I have never in my life worried about having a job. I am bright. I have usually a pretty good attitude. I do my best to present my outward to reflect my inward. In other words, when I'm in a professional situation, I am dressed, I am groomed and I put a best foot forward. It's, I was luckily raised this way with this sort of knowledge and education and it became quite intuitive to me quite early, overcoming some things in my teens and 20s. And I made cognitive choices to be a better person, to do more, to be more, which was great. I had a few <clears throat> abuse obstacles to get over from my youth. And these types of attitudes of self-improvement. And also then as you get older, how do you give back? That becomes something that some people are, are blessed with that at a very young age. Uh, I have a gift of service and I enjoy helping, but the true calling of giving back really never hit home to me till I was in my 40s. And now it really actually drives my entire life. Everything I do here is about giving back. My experience, my knowledge, you know, what I have, <clears throat> it is an integral part of, of who I am as a person in, in, in my business life these days. So those things come with maturity and age, okay? So the other thing that changes and to kind of get back, and I, I had a thought that I've, sorry, it sounds in when I'm listening to myself here with this train of thought, I've, I've missed a point in that last segment. I apologize. If it comes back to me, I'll repeat it. But getting back on track of opening up to new energies, as my attitudes changed with age, your energies will change and your needs will change with age and experience as well. 
So something that may have been okay with you when you were younger may all of a sudden, maybe at your soul level, offend you or you find in unjust or or you will see someone in a situation and, and find the need to help them or support them. These things all change. You may find things that you found never bothered you before bother you, but the opposite is true, excuse me, <clears throat> as well. Things that used to bother you just don't bother you anymore. And some of that is letting go. That's sort of the the opposite of, of becoming more sensitive and needing different energy in your life is letting go of things that no longer serve you. So there's there can be actually a, a almost a dichotomy of, of those two belief systems, okay? So the purpose of a journey, and our lives is a, are, is a journey, not a destination. I've spoken on this many times in my podcast because as a young person, I was all about the destination. Always, always, always. And don't get me wrong. I fight that part of my personality daily. The last few days, my pain levels have been very high and it's made me a little bit depressed and feeling a little, why bother? Not feeling that way today. The good thing, at least with awareness, is I know these things will pass and I do what needs to be done mentally, physically, and with supplementation and lifestyle to make sure that my my mental attitudes change, that I get back on track so those things don't drag me down for days, months, weeks, years like they did when I was younger. What you need will change. Now that being said as well with the renovation, this is kind of a neat journey and I'm learning lots, but yes, I want it done. I just want to move my furniture upstairs and put my dishes in the cupboard and invite my girlfriends over for a, for a party. I, I do. I'm, I, that is just how I'm wired. However, life is a journey. And although if you have a personality, personality like mine, don't let go of that wonder and that need to accomplish and achieve and get things done. But... Work on yourself, be aware, read, listen to audiobooks, do what you need to do to ensure that the journey is still the focus. You can have the distraction and the segues, but that the journey is still the focus, okay? And as we go through this journey, we're going to change our attitudes about what we need and the things that energize us and don't energize us and what we're good with and what we're not good with. And all of a sudden you'll go, that never bothered me before and now I'm just so sensitive to it. Or I used to be so sensitive to this and now it does not bother me at all. Those are good things actually because a lot of times that's just letting go of hang-ups and anxieties that we've held on to from issues in our, in our youth and our young life that maybe even through our DNA and through our genetics and through our history, let it go. Honestly, just let it go. And if you need to know how to let that go, just reach out, okay? Through the website, through the emails, Living well at uh, Shelly info, sorry, at livingwellwithshell.ca. There are lots of modalities I can put you in touch with that are fabulous. And soon the website will have a lot of those links on it for you. But the, the part that is more interesting, because we all talk about, you know, the growth it takes to let things go, is when things become more important to you. When they, you are all of a sudden more sensitive. I find that a little more fascinating and perhaps maybe even a little more painful. I remember telling my son years ago, who was very much not my personality, could never understand why someone would want to travel, why you would need to, what's the word, what's the, why you would need to pay perfectly good money to have experiences. That was my son's attitude. If it wasn't tangible, if it wasn't something he saved up for, purchased, could feel in his hand, he did not see the value in that. 
Okay. Well, he's definitely changed his mind now that he's been a few places around the world now. And that's what happens with perspective. Once you've seen, heard, touched, felt, you can't go back to, you can't go back in the box. That's just the deal. So the fact that you might be looking at things and becoming more sensitive, if these are positive sensitivities, things that you should be paying more attention to that perhaps will cause better growth, better awareness, then I say, bring it on. Now I'm going to tell you a really quick story about money and your attitude around it. And it's a story that Jim Rohn tells in one of his audiobooks. A father went to a seminar with one of Jim's seminars years ago. And Jim Rohn, by the way, if you do not know who he is, he is a, a spectacular guru and uh, motivator. And he comes from the 80s, actually. He's, his, he's elderly and his, his stuff is still timeless because the basic principles in life do not change. And so be wary of the new bright and shiny because actually basic principles and philosophies do really don't change in, in, in the laws of the universe as far as I'm concerned. But that is a totally different podcast. Quickly, he tells a story about a father whose daughters, you know, love to go to the rock concerts and were always begging him for money to go. And he would say, no, 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 until they, like my sister's life with her daughters, it used to make me laugh. Her kids knew the fifth time they'd say yes. So they just knew to wear her down. And he was kind of the same way. And then he'd throw the money at them and said, fine, go if it means that much to you. Well, you know what? There is no love. There is no gratitude. There is no sharing acceptance, joy in how that money's been passed along. Girls are still going to the concert. And I'm sure they'll have a good time. But after listening to Joe, uh, going to one of Jim's seminars, this man wrote in and told his story about how he saw in the paper that there was this concert, knew his girls were going to want to go. He went and bought the tickets. He put them in an envelope. He gave them to the girls with joy and love. And what the girls didn't know, because he told me they weren't allowed to open them till they went to the concert, was that he, they, he had bought them front row floor seats, whereas, of course, in the past, they had always nosebleed, you know, cheapest seats when they were there, but not having the most amazing experience. And they didn't know till they got there. You know, they opened up their tickets and the gentleman at the door says, oh, please follow me. And they're thinking there's something wrong here with this picture. When those girls got home that night, this father waited up for them. The love, the hugs, the appreciation was overwhelming. And he thought, I have been denying them this all this time and denying myself that joy. Do you see what I'm, hopefully you're seeing the, the parallel I'm just I'm trying to uh, put there. It's about the joy and opening up to new experiences and, and understanding that as you get more sensitive to things, embrace that. Find out why. Find out if there's a reason that you are more sensitive to a situation because you need to perhaps, like this father, find more joy in sharing your money. Stop the begging. Um, he was giving in, any, giving in anyways. He was just omitting all the other stuff around it. So just something to think about. Listen to your body and emotions when they tell you something no longer works for you. Let the old fall away. Listen to your inner guidance as your heart leads you to some place new. And please, as always, know that this is Melody Beattie. Her book is Journey to the Heart. It is something I think everyone should own and uh, keep it for years because not everyone has the discipline to read every day. But you, I will find if I've missed a couple days, I just always go to the date. I put it out to the universe. Show me what I need to see today. I go to the date and usually there's what I need. And whatever I've missed, next year, maybe I'll need to see or hear that more. Not that all of it's not great. It just tends to be how I tend to do things. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side.